The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Ralph Northam eased some restrictions on outdoor gatherings yesterday. The updates follow new CDC guidance that, among other things, vaccinated individuals can safely unmask outdoors in small groups. Effective immediately, the state is expanding the maximum number of attendees allowed at outdoor sporting events to 1,000 people. Masking is still required indoors and in large crowds, like at concerts or graduation ceremonies. More rollbacks are scheduled for mid-May. Virginia's minimum wage will rise to $9.50 an hour beginning tomorrow. It will increase to $12 an hour in 2023. As Ben Pavier reports, Democratic candidates for governor would like to see it go up further from there. The General Assembly is set to decide in 2024 whether to continue raising the wage to $15 an hour. But the increase wouldn't happen until 2026. All five Democrats running for governor say they want to see that timetable sped up by as much as three years. Karen Holt teaches political science at Virginia Tech. She says any future governor would have to win over a legislature that so far preferred gradual increases. I I think it's going to be a very difficult move to make, especially $15 all in one shot. Three Republican candidates for governor, Pete Snyder, Kirk Cox, and Amanda Chase, have voiced objections to any increase. They've argued the measure would hurt businesses and lead to job losses. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Some voters recently received texts making homophobic comments towards Virginia Beach delegate Glenn Davis. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, the message has included an image of Davis, who's running to be the Republican candidate for lieutenant governor at a Hampton Roads Pride event. The text pitched former delegate Tim Hugo as the, quote, one true conservative in the race. In a social media post, Hugo denied involvement in the texts, although his campaign did use the image for a mailer highlighting Davis's support for anti-discrimination legislation. Republicans will choose their nominee in a May 8th convention. The president of the VCU student government is facing online harassment after a right-leaning media outlet wrote an article about them. As Alan Rodriguez Espinoza reports, the student says they've received hundreds of insults and threats. Taylor Maloney has been outspoken in their advocacy for racial justice and at times has advocated for violence against police online. It's a new black person like I watch die every single week. I still need an outlet to be angry about that. I still need a space to like say that like I don't think this is right. On Tuesday, the conservative Canadian website The Post Millennial published an article calling the 20 year old a quote violent extremist. It's since received thousands of views and hundreds of racist and transphobic comments. Claire Gastanaga is the executive director of the ACLU of Virginia. She says while some of Maloney's comments have been problematic, they remain protected free speech. It is clear that Taylor was targeted by a well-known and active provocateur who simply wanted to take away their power. In a statement, a VCU spokesman said the university does not condone Maloney's social media posts, but did not address the article. Alan Rodriguez Espinosa, VPM News. Local mental health organizations are holding an event in Chesterfield tomorrow to help those suffering from anxiety and depression due to the pandemic. 
People can check out the Southside Mental Health Fair on Saturday from 10 in the morning till noon. It will be outdoors in the parking lot of Southside Church. Attendees are recommended to wear face masks and maintain physical distancing. The Chesterfield Suicide Awareness and Prevention Coalition is sponsoring the event, and groups like Robin's Hope and Runway to Life will be in attendance. An increasing number of Virginians are dealing with mental health issues during the pandemic, according to a new study out of Eastern Virginia Medical School. You can help researchers understand what's happening. Paul Bebo from partner station WHRV reports. EVMS is asking for people to participate in COVID SMART, a study on how the pandemic has affected the lives of Virginians. So one objective of this study was to understand how COVID has impacted Virginians, adult Virginians. That's Dr. Sunita Dadani. She is a principal investigator for the project. She spoke on WHRV's Hearsay with Kathy Lewis on the data collected so far, which shows a spike in mental health challenges. 23% severe, moderate to severe anxiety and 24% moderate to severe depression. I mean, this is alarming. So far, 450 people have answered questions about how COVID-19 has affected their mental health and their behavior. That was Paul Bebo from Partner Station WHRV. EVMS is looking for more adults to participate in the study. Find more information at covidsmartstudy.org. Late last week, a controversy erupted about potential changes to Virginia's high school math curriculum. Several conservative outlets reported the Commonwealth was eliminating all accelerated math classes before 11th grade. This week, the State Department of Education attempted to clarify this. To find out more, VPM's PolitiFact editor Warren Fisk spoke to Virginia Mercury reporter Kate Masters. Most of the attention on this possible math initiative seemed to come from a Fox News story that published on Friday and spread. And that story, in turn, drew heavily from social media posts by a Loudoun County school board member interpreting what he heard in an update from the Department of Education on a proposal called the Virginia Mathematics Pathways Initiative. This whole idea of revamping math curriculum in Virginia is actually years in the making and started with colleges. I mean, in simple terms, what is the Board of Education considering? a curriculum revamp that would restructure the typical pathway of high school math instruction. Traditionally, researchers have found that's largely been a course in geometry sandwiched between two courses in algebra. This new initiative would incorporate those key concepts and algebraic thinking, as one source described it to me, into more foundational classes in the ninth and 10th grades that would also tie in concepts like data analysis and probability. And then in the 11th and 12th grade, uh, students would get the chance to choose advanced classes that could include calculus, but could also be things like statistics or financial modeling. Why do they want to start all these foundational classes? A lot of this is based on research that was not pioneered in Virginia, but has taken place across the country, kind of showing all students aren't always served by these traditional math classes. So there's sort of this combination of this phenomenon that researchers are seeing where even students who take advanced classes in high school end up having to retake math courses in college, coupled with the fact that a lot of math curriculum hasn't been updated in many years. So students are still really heavily focused on concepts that may not be as relevant today as they were, say, 50 years ago. So in other words, is algebra two uh, not as relevant as it might have once been? 
Well, I think that algebra is still relevant and it's especially relevant for kids who want to go into the STEM field, but there's sort of a growing acknowledgement that might be around 30% of students, but other students might be better served if they took statistics in high school that could sort of serve a basis for classes that they take in the future. Does all this mean that advanced students could not take accelerated math classes before 11th grade? The Virginia Department of Education has emphatically stated that is not the case. Our state superintendent of public instruction actually told reporters that he wouldn't approve a plan that completely eliminated accelerated courses. But right now, this initiative is still very much in the development phase, so it's not totally clear what it will look like when it's implemented. I think it's also important to note that in Virginia, local school boards ultimately have the final say on whether or not they offer accelerated courses and which students are eligible for them. These are proposals. What is the timeline for considering these changes? Any type of permanent change to the state standards of learning would ultimately have to be approved by the State Board of Education. And a tentative timeline that was released shows that the board would be reviewing these potential changes and likely wouldn't vote on them until the 2023 to 24 school year. After that, actual classroom changes wouldn't go into effect until 2025-2026, and VDOE said it's possible that some schools might pilot the initiative, so it's possible that it wouldn't go into effect statewide until closer to 2030. That was VPM's PolitiFact reporter Warren Fisk talking to Virginia Mercury reporter Kate Masters. We'd like to issue a correction. In a story featured in yesterday's newscast about a new intersection on Midlothian Turnpike, the number of cars at that intersection was incorrect. 44,000 cars pass through the intersection each day, not 444,000. We regret the error. This is VPM News. This newscast was recorded on... Thursday, April 29th at 6 p.m. Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.